Welcome to At The Movies, the Star Wars edition, and no, that clip was nothing more than a gratuitous opportunity to show a battle scene. What can I say? I, I kind of like the, the, the uh, lightsaber battles. In fact, there might be another one. I'm not sure about that. I can't hear it, Harold. You're going to have to turn it up. exciting this is watch movie we should do <laughs> so, so what do we do with the oh no that's a poor yoda but it's a yoda of sorts uh so what do we do with the, with the last jedi of course it's not really the last jedi you know that right because there's been like eight primary movies <laughs> and 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 aside from that we have the rogue one and then just come out solo and that's not counting the animated the clone wars but one of the eight primary movies was actually called A New Hope. So hope seems to be a, a theme that we can grab hold of. And so I wanted to start with Romans chapter 5. This is from the message, beginning at verse 1. By entering through faith into what God has always wanted to do for us, set us right with him and make us fit for him, we have it all together with God because of our master Jesus. And that's not all. We throw open our doors to God and discover at the same moment that he has already thrown open his door to us. We find ourselves standing where we always hoped we might stand, out in the wide open spaces of God's grace and glory, standing tall and shouting our praise. And there's more to come. We continue to shout our praise even when we're hemmed in with troubles because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us and how that patience in turn forges the tempered steel of virtue keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. In alert expectancy such as this, we're never left feeling shortchanged. Quite the contrary. We can't round up enough containers to hold everything that God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit. This is the word of God for all people throughout the world. And this is about hope. There's such a hope that we have in Christ. It's, it's a constant theme as in each of the Star Wars movies, as the rebels are trying to battle and they're trying to win, and what happens? They start to lose, and it looks like they're going to get wiped out and lose hope, and there's, they get hopeless, and there's no, what are we going to do? And then hope happens. Something comes up that carries them to the next movie. <laughs> Seriously, the, when I watched The Last Jedi this time, and there were two things. There's so many themes in these movies. You know, this is this series of At the Movies has really opened my eyes to the fact that when you look for biblical principles, when you actually look for them, you're going to find them. And uh, and in this movie, there's a lot of 
biblical principles, but two themes jumped out at me, and I want to try to tackle both of them. The first comes from the, the, the clip we're going to show in a minute where Luke Skywalker has failed Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is, is Han Solo and um, Princess Leia, Harrison Ford and <laughs> Carrie Fisher's uh, son, and, and so he goes to train with, with Skywalker, and Luke fails as his master and thinks that the line of the Jedi has come to an end, so he plans to destroy the ancient texts of the Jedi, but it doesn't work out exactly as he planned. Before that. Yoda. Young Skywalker. I'm ending all of this. The tree, the text, the Jedi. I'm gonna burn it down. Jedi Order to end. Time to pay. For you to look past a pile of old books. The sacred Jedi texts. Oh, read them, have you? Well, I page turners. They were not. Yes, yes, yes. Wisdom they held, but that library contained nothing that the girl Ray does not already possess. Hmm. Skywalker. Still looking to the horizon. Never here. Now. Hmm? The knee in front of your nose. Hmm. I was weak. Unwise. We lost Ben Solo. You did. Lose Ray. We must not. my words not did you pass on what you have learned strength mastery but weakness folly failure also yes failure most of all the greatest teacher failure is Here's the end of that conversation. So Luke is devastated at having lost Kylo Ren, Ben Solo. And so he's, I was weak and I was unwise and I lost him. And he, he's, you know, he's not just another apprentice. He's more than that because he's, you know, 
Han Solo and Princess Leia's son, and he lost him. And then Yoda, of course, brings back brings him back. <laughs> you know, it could do a whole message on the whole idea of being in the now, right? Because it's really easy to get lost in the future or lost in the past, and Luke exhibits all of that in this in this movie. But he said, "Heeded my words not, did you? Pass on what you have learned. Strength, mastery, yes." So there's a place for strength and mastery. But there's also a place for weakness, folly, failure. In fact, he says failure most of all. The greatest teacher failure is. How many people like to fail? Yeah, I don't either. I'm not, not a fan of failure. I know that I get stuff out of it, but, I, but that's, you know, it's not, I don't go into things plan, planning to, that they don't work out. But God has us in the midst of that, right? There's a passage, in fact, we sang about it earlier, but the passage of 2 Corinthians 12 says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. This is Paul writing towards the end of his ministry. He's writing his second letter to the church at Corinth. He goes on, he says, Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That's why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And that is so upside down. So upside down to everything that we grow up in and, and, and we live into in, in, in this world of ours. Because we, we have to be strong. I was raised to be strong. I wasn't raised to be weak. Weakness was not okay. You don't cry in my family. Uh, and and, and you j you're strong. You handle stuff. You're a divine. Divines handle stuff. It doesn't matter what happens. You, that, you don't know what to do. Act like you do and make it through. You know, don't let anybody know that you're struggling. Don't let anybody know because that sign of weakness will be taken advantage of and you can't let people take advantage of you. You must not fail. And yet God is clear in his word that we simply do not have the ability, we don't have the knowledge, we don't have the strength to make it all happen on our own. His power is made perfect in that place that we call weakness that we seek to avoid. And if you think about that, what we're avoiding is God's power being made perfect when we avoid that. Paul a zealot, by just about any definition you throw out there, he was a strong man. He went through more hardships in his ministry than you and I put together went go through, maybe all of us. I don't know. He went through a lot of struggles in his life, and yet he was able to write in this letter. Granted, it's at the end of his ministry, but he wrote that his weakness was what made him strong in the long run. I have to admit, there's a skeptic in me that says, <laughs> really? You, you, you embrace your weakness? You, you seek that heart? You like hardship and trouble? I've read some of the stuff you wrote, Paul. You weren't always embracing weakness or struggle when you were writing and those guys were, were challenging your authority and you're writing back at them. But what that tells me is that somewhere along the way, Paul got it. Something clicked for him 
that transformed his life. And he went from, I have to be strong and I have to be the one, to a new place. When he was weak, God still saw him through. And in our lives, when we go through stuff and we're not sure how we're going to make it, and God sees us through, it gives us strength for the next time that we're in that place and we don't know how we're going to get through it, and God sees us through, and that gives us strength for the next time that, that we're in that same place because we know at this point that it doesn't matter what happens in my life. You know what's going to happen? God will see me through it. Amen? He doesn't leave us to the wolves. He walks with us in the darkness. He's with us through it all. For Luke Skywalker, <coughs> his faith was not in what was alive. It was in some ancient texts, and Yoda needed to show him that that was not the way of the Jedi, that the Force was something beyond that, that, that the Force was alive and not contained or bound in any book and we can learn something from that now every time I talk say the things I'm about to say it gets misconstrued but I'm gonna do it anyways I'll do my best <laughs> to get it across in the way that I mean it we have an ancient text right and it is God's revelation to us it is God's word it is his his living word to us it, it tells us the character and the nature gives us gives us everything that we need to know about God in order to be saved. The Bible gives us that. I love the Bible. I absolutely love the Bible. It's inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's critical to our faith. If, if you're one of those folks who, who don't read it enough, I challenge you and encourage you to read it more. If you're one of those who reads it all the time, keep it up. Here's the but the Pharisees in the days of Jesus knew scripture better than anybody else. They completely missed Jesus. How can that be? How can that be? And I have to think that it's because they were so focused on the book for them, the scrolls, that they miss God. And we can get so focused on the book that we can miss God, too. Is the book critically important to our faith? Okay, that needs to be really louder. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. God's word will speak to you in different ways and different places in your journey. But did you know this, that God was God before the Bible existed? Did you know that God is God during this time of time when, when the Bible does exist? And that, do you know that in our eternity, when the Bible is no longer the kind of the basic instructions before leaving earth, once we've left earth, God will still be God. Jesus will still be Lord. If, if, if they came in and they took all of our Bibles away, Jesus would still be Lord. God would still be God. The Holy Spirit would still be moving in power because they're not bound by the book. It's a gift for us, God's revelation for us to help us, but the book is not God. God is God. Amen? Does that make sense? So we need to get into the Bible and into the book but please don't worship the book. 
God is not bound by the book. It's a gift for us. Our strength is not found in ourselves. It's found outside of ourselves through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's found in the living God. Because in our weakness, He is made strong. In our weakness, He is made strong. And that, uh, So that's a backwards idea, right? That's an upside-down kind of idea. Another backwards-to-us idea is carried out as the war continues uh, in, in The Last Jedi. And Rose, who's a crew person, she saves them. power on those speeders. Concentrate all fire on the speeders! We're taking heavy losses. They're picking us all up. We're not gonna make it. Alright, make my final approach. Target in sight. Guns are hot. Bell! Pull her off! What? The cannon is charged! It's a suicide run! All craft, pull away! No, I'm almost there! Retreat, Finn! That's an order! almost there. Why would you stop me? I saved you. Tell me. That's how we're gonna win. Not fighting what we hate. Saving what we love. That's how we're going to win, not fighting what we hate, but saving what we love. Our tendency as human beings is to focus so much on the winning and on the fighting, on defeating the enemy, on fighting what we hate that we lose, lose the sight of the possibility and, and of the opportunity often to save what, what and who we love. 
I wonder what would happen if we began to change that mindset from, because right now in our, in, our, in our country and in our world, man, we're fighting each other, and, and we need to find a way to, wha- what do we love about each other, and find a new path to get back to that, because there's so much that we love about each other, and if we would just have that conversation and get to know one another regardless of our perspective, then I think it would transform everything about us. I know that God wants us to be uni- unified. He wants a united church. He wants us to be together in, in delivering the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, the gospel is an awesome thing. And it, while we were yet sinners, God died for us. He loved us before we came to know him. He went to the cross so that we would have an opportunity for salvation. And all we have to do is say yes to Jesus to get that salvation. And then it'll transform our lives because the Holy Spirit will not leave us alone because you can't encounter the living God without being changed. The gospel of Jesus Christ. It's an awesome and powerful, powerful thing. But we have to look at ourselves and begin to figure out where am I in this? And what am I willing to change? What am I willing to do? I'm recovering, as, as you all know, and one of the important lessons I learned in, in recovery is from a gentleman named Dr. Paul O. He's, this is him in one of his AA birthdays. This is his wife, Max. Um, and he points out the power of where we focus in life. This is about um, acceptance. He wrote this. He said, when I am disturbed, it is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation some fact of my life unacceptable to me, and I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it is at this moment. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world as on what needs to be changed in me and in my attitude. Acceptance has taught me that there's a bit of good in the worst of us and a bit of bad in the best of us. When I focus on what's good today, I have a good day. When I focus on what's bad today, I have a bad day. If I focus on the problem, the problem increases. If I focus on the answer, the answer increases. When I focus on people's bad qualities, they multiply. When I focus on people's good qualities, they seem to grow and grow. And then he goes on to talk about his wife, Max, and how that applies in their marriage. What would happen for us if, we, if our perspective shifted from the ideas that the world gives us and we began to live in some of these upside-down ideas? In our weakness, he is made strong. Let's not work so much on fighting what we hate but on saving what we love. Those are different concepts and different things that fr- from what, we're, what we grow up with. But what would happen if we began to embrace those ideas and began to, to see how those impact us in our life? And I know that it doesn't make sense. This is the kind of stuff that doesn't always make sense to me, you know, but I go to Scripture when that happens. You know, that Bible that I was talking about a little while ago, and <laughs> you know, being careful that you don't worship. I go, that's when I go to Scripture, and, I, and there's some Scripture that helped me to understand that I am not as smart sometimes as I think I am. This is from the prophet Isaiah, written literally thousands of years ago. And it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. In other words, God's smarter than us. God's smarter than us. We don't have and we don't have to figure it all out. He gave us what He gave us what we need in in Scripture. But it's not everything about God. We're finite. We're limited. He's infinite, unlimited, 
we're not ever going to figure out everything there is to know about God. He also says this in Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. This is our God. This is what he wants to do and be in our lives. He wants to be a part of everything that goes on from the little to the big. And he invites us into that kind of a relationship. That's what he wants for us. Part of my prayer for Arbor Point, because this is, a, I don't know if you guys know this, I mean, we're a pretty special place. You know, coming back after being on vacation, you know, I was sitting in the back earlier and just smiling. You know, because this church, this part of the overall body of Christ loves people no matter what. That doesn't exist everywhere. This part of the body of Christ is interested in being difference makers. And we're working on that. And we're, <laughs> we're, we're failing at some stuff and we're succeeding at other stuff, but we are not giving up. And we're moving forward into a path that God has prepared for us. Special needs ministry. Celebrate recovery. Working with the schools. The th those, th those things that we've been kind of refining as we've gone on the last couple of years. That's where we're headed. This place is a difference-making place. We have a story to tell. I encourage you that if you have a story, let's get it, in, let, let's get it out there. Because we're not in the greatest of locations, amen? We're kind of hidden. But we have a story to tell that's a story of grace, a story of love, a story of deliverance, and of hope. And if nothing else, the Star Wars movies give us a real glimpse at hope. If you'll bow with me. Father, I thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for this congregation of people. I pray a special blessing upon them. I pray your anointing upon them as, as they face different challenges, as each of us is walking our own path. Continue to remind us that we don't need to walk that path alone, that you are indeed with us. And help us to reach out to each other, to grow, not just on our own, but with one another. So that this community will never be the same because of this congregation that you have brought together. In Jesus' name, amen.